And a very good morning to you in the stressless this morning in studio is Shannon Lipscomb. She is Associate Dean of Research at OSU Cascades. Shannon, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Thank you very much for coming in. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for being here as well. All right, so let's talk a little bit about research. As an Associate Dean of Research, tell me, first of all, a little bit about you, your background, how you got here. Sure. So I... Uh, I actually was born in Oregon many years ago. I've been here at OSU Cascades for... Not that many years ago. <laughs> I've been here about a dozen years or so. Now at OSU Cascades, I came in as an assistant professor of human development and family studies. Mm -hmm. So I study little kids in particular, adults like you and me as well, but mostly little ones and how they grow and develop, how we can nurture environments for them. Uh, and most of that work is about looking at children who are impacted by trauma. How so we'll talk resilience. more about that when we get to your okay. particular project. What is an associate dean of research and what do you do in that capacity? Right. So in this role as associate dean for research, I get to help support research and grow the research enterprise and portfolio across all disciplines that we have here at OSU Cascades. So I bring the experience that I've gained across the last 12 years or so, learning how to navigate the ins and outs of an institution and doing research in the field with community partners. And now I get to bring that and support others that are engaging in really important research to solving many of the world's really big pressing problems that affect us all. It seems like a, a wide variance of subjects and topics that OSU Cascades has been involved in. Since 2001, when the college was founded, it's brought in $11.6 million in research. How does that benefit not only the college, the local area, but the students as well? Sure. So here at OSU Cascades, we are Oregon State University, we're one of the nation's top tier research universities, and we're doing that research here at OSU Cascades in Central Oregon. So we're teaming up with community partners in areas like the local K-12 schools, public health, we're working with watershed boards, with natural conservation groups. We're working to create solutions for issues in our communities as well as in the natural ecosystems around us. So those dollars, those grant dollars, that's representing really important research projects that we're doing to address some of our community as well as our nation and global issues. Um, How so, do students benefit from being involved in yeah. this? Yeah, so it's really exciting to be doing this kind of work in a university setting and here at our branch campus of Oregon State University because we are a small campus with this big research portfolio. So we're bringing these passions that we have as, as researchers, as professors, we bring all of that into the classroom and that enriches the dialogue, the conversations, the projects that happen in the classroom but many of our students are also joining us on our research teams out in the field. So some, for some students, that's things like joining a research lab, a biology lab on campus. For other students, that's going out into the local community. So they might be getting trained and they're learning how to do assessments with young children in preschools, or they're learning how to monitor native bat populations in the ecosystem. Really exciting opportunities for students. Wide and varied, it would appear. It sure is. You just received $264,000 from the National Institutes of Health. How come? What are you going to do with the money? <laughs> this is your passion now, because you are also, uh, as, as part of your title, you're a professor of 
of human development and family sciences. Yep, so I study people. And a lot of that is is looking at little kids in our environments. And so I study resilience processes. How do we uh, protect and support and build skills with children who are impacted by trauma or other adversities? In this project that you just were specifically asking about, these new funds that are coming in, this is actually a part of a multi-year grant it's a it's a five-year project it's actually over a three million dollar project but this two hundred thousand dollars is what we're working with this year so i'm teaming up with an environmental health scientist her name's molly kyle she's in corvallis i'm a social scientist and we're looking at how our social experiences that children have with preschool teachers with their parents how that intersects with children's chemical environments so their exposure to flame retardants in their environments how all those different parts of the environment and their experiences intersect to shape their development. It's really novel and unique. Usually we study social environments on their own and their physical or chemical exposures separately, but we're one human, right? We're an individual. The child is impacted. Their neurobiology, their developing brain and body is impacted by the chemicals and also by their social experiences. So we're looking at how those intersect. How do you hope your research will benefit? Yeah. So we know that there are many challenges in the environments that little kids experience. We're not going to be able to completely get rid of chemicals. We're not able to completely solve and get rid of adversity and trauma and poverty. We're working on those things, but they're not going away completely. So what I'm really focused on and our team is just steadfastly committed to is how do we build resilience? How do we build supports to overcome those adversities? So we're creating interventions with preschool teachers, with young families to support them in nurturing their children's development so that they can thrive. Sounds like a very worthwhile endeavor and one that would be beneficial for families everywhere. Absolutely. All right, let's talk a little bit more, just a a few things about uh, some of these dollars. You mentioned the bats. Sure. Tell us about bats. Sure. So there's a lab here at OSU Cascades called a Human and Ecosystem Resiliency and Sustainability Lab. And they're looking at uh, how do we sustain the native bat population. So they're monitoring bats, their health, their population all over the Pacific Northwest. And that's a project that is led by Matt Schinderman here at OSU Cascades in partnership with a number of uh, local organizations and funded through Um, a variety of agencies from National Park Service to Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife. And that group, the HERS Lab is what we call it for short, they're also working on conservation and restoration of native plants. All right. So again, another well worthwhile endeavor. Uh, $380,000 went to uh, Water and Technologies Lab. The wet lab. <laughs> so that's Bauman Avasi's team, and he is an engineer here at OSU Cascades. And his work is developing technology that turns salt water into drinking water through a patented and environmentally friendly process. Boy, that could be handy around it, the world. It really is that he is deeply committed to ensuring that people all over the world have access to clean drinking water. That's really what drives him. Uh, there's another one, $638,000 from the Foundation for Food and Agricultural Research. Sure. What is that for? Sure. So Patrick Donnelly and his his team are, he's a, uh, excuse me, he is also a computer scientist. And so he's looking at many different technologies. And this one is specifically tackling the issue of food waste and how do we monitor food waste in order to reduce it. 
Okay. So with all of these different uh, projects going on, uh, it, you mentioned it earlier that it seems like oh, here in Little Old Bend, <laughs> in OSU Cascades campus, yeah. it seems like you attract a ton of research grants. We do. So again, we are using and leveraging the power of the research institution that is Oregon State University. We are located here at OSU Cascades, but we are Oregon State University. So we attract scientists who are interested in being part of this place and being part of this community because we're small enough to really be entrenched and involved and partnering with the community, getting to know our students. So we're attracting really top-notch researchers who want to address big problems, and the Oregon State University can support that research. But we're doing it in a very engaged way because we're part of the smaller community. Shannon Lipscomb, Associate Dean of Research at OSU Cascades and also Professor of... Human Development and Family Sciences. See, that's a whole lot of words that go there. (laughs) It sure is. (laughs) Thank you, Shannon. Thank you so much, Frank. FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.